Yeah. I love it. I love it. Welcome back. Happy New back. Year. What a brilliant name. Uh, Chris came up with that. Well, it was a. What I did is I took year and rhymed it with our surname <laughs> to make gear. Happy <laughs> New Gear. We are back. This is Chris and Jen. Welcome to the show. Jen, we're in trouble. Why? Um, well, <laughs> it's not that we're in trouble. We've been told off. Have we? Well, yeah. What for? So Donna, our good friend, said to us, we are loving the podcast, which is amazing. Thank you very much for your uh, strong positivity there. However, she said that we keep saying the word podo. We don't. Is it me that says podo? <laughs> you came up with it. Okay, she doesn't like podo. She was like, you've got to stop calling it the podo. I just why? Can't, I just can't handle it. Why? I don't know why, but I sort of agree with it. It's what always about... jarred with me a little bit. Can we just call Podsky. it... Podski. No, that's po- better. Podorino. <laughs> Podski's my favourite one so far. Podwar. Podcart. No, don't like that. <laughs> I mean, I know we do that sometimes, Tina School. Podwar. <laughs> we have the most ridiculous names for things. Like, when I first met Chris, he was like, I'm just going to go for a shoof. So, oh. shoof. Right? Choux fleur is the French for cauliflower. Cauliflower, Cockney rhyming slang, shower. Is that the actual Cockney rhyming slang, though, is it? No, it's mine. I made it up. (laughs) Choux fleur, cauliflower, shower. Boom. I'm off for a choux. The whole of our family just says, I'm having a choux. Like, and then when we say it in front of other people, people are like, what? Sorry? What are you talking about? What's a choux? Yeah. Do you have any other any other things that you kind of use, but only you use them? I was pretty convinced that I came up with the phrase guilt under the quilt. And you, I didn't you, believe you. You contested me with that one. But you, you know, know when you wake up a little bit kind of hungover and fearful. Because it came from like my night way before I met Chris, my nights out, you know, with the girls. And I'd wake up the next lads, day. Lads, lads, girls, girls, girls. Lads, lads, lads. And I'd be like, right, have I got my have I got my purse? Have I got my credit card? Have I got my camera? Because this was like before mobile phones. Have I got my keys? Have I got my <laughs> lipstick? Oh, my God. And then I'd like... Do you remember when people used to take out a camera? With yeah, them? an actual like a... camera, like a Canon pocket camera. You thought you were the bee's knees. <laughs> um, and then I'd check it all to make sure that it was all in my bag. And once I checked it all, like you sat up straight in bed, checked it all, I was like, oh, I'll go back to sleep now. And then sleep off the old hangover. But with guilt under the quilt, because you're like, oh, mm. what did I do last night? It was quite a shameful time, really, wasn't it? I think it probably still is if you get completely smashed and can't remember what you did the night before, because then you've got to text your friends and go, so guys, it was a great night, wasn't it? You're hoping somebody will come back with a kind, like... Okay, yeah, it was great. We didn't we have such you were so funny when you fell down the stairs at that bar and you're like, What? Oh my god, I'm dying. Like, oh, do you remember falling off the table? <laughs> I've got to be quite honest with the listeners today. I'm feeling a tiny bit low. You know, it doesn't happen very often, folks, but we've just said happy new year and for Chris it is a sort of I'm struggling with the old <laughs> transition. Not only, you know, the LA to UK vibe that we do an awful lot, but it kind of never gets easier because they're both such different places. But mm-hmm. I think now that Christmas is done, now that New Year is done, it's quite tricky to motivate yourself to go into the next stage of enjoyment. Well, it's interesting because neither of us really have had time to sort of 
live a normal life back in the UK yet. Yeah. So today really was our first it day. Was the first day. But I think that Chris has struggled slightly um, in the last few days. Just kind of. I mean, I think I think it's only normal at the beginning of the year. I mm. mean, speaking of our friend Donna. Just quickly, I saw that she'd written the poem. I can't remember the title of it, but again, I'll post it. But she'd written this this piece about the fact that it's so hard going from a month of giving and joy and celebration and coming together and, and indulging and all of that, mm-hmm. and then being asked to step into January, which is associated with giving everything up, abstinence. Uh, sorry, those two mean the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like um, just getting back to the grind. And no wonder people find January so hard. So it's like... Why make New Year's resolutions? Because they're just—it's all just a bit I'm depressing. I'm kind isn't it? of a little bit done with New Year's resolutions personally because I never keep them up beyond the fifth anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, I see each month as an opportunity for new adventures. Right? I'm excited. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm off soon to Atlanta to go and do a movie, which is super cool. Um, but and I'm looking forward to that. But we're thinking, how are we going to do the podo? We can't call it the podo. Uh, ah, how are we going to do the podski? How are we going to do the podcast while I'm away? We need to figure this out. And also, I'm going to miss you guys a lot. Aww. This is this is the arrangement that we had at the beginning of when we met, wasn't it? So I, mm-hmm. if I got a job which was in a different country, I'd go and do the job, leave you, and later leave you and Freddie, mm-hmm. and then and then come back. However, many weeks later. So we survived four years of that. Yeah, five years maybe. It was uh, twelve. Five years of five months of you away. Yeah, and then we all decided that we couldn't be apart anymore. But your career was very much in LA. Mm. So we moved, didn't we? And of course, there we landed, February 2020, straight into a pandemic, or a pando, as Chris likes to call it. it. (laughs) And um, of course, everything changed in the acting industry after that, and the musical industry, and everything, because everything's done online now, and you can be anywhere. I think that's that's the thing. I have a slight uncomfortability with change. Even though I love change, and change this is, is a good. revelation for me, because you've always said you love change. I always instigate a change because I think a change is important all the time, and it keeps you kind of going. Tell but me about it. The <laughs> the the act of changing makes me uncomfortable. But we live in an age where everyone says all the time, "Lean into the uncomfortable," because the uncomfortable is good. Yep. So that basically, I'm going. I'm feeling a bit shitty at the moment, but Aww. that's okay because feeling a little bit shitty equals progress. the work that you're doing to make that change a positive one. So, I don't know. If, you, if you've had any kind of thoughts about January or this kind of this transitional period between Christmas and not Christmas, um, mm-hmm. let us know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, just, I said earlier to Jen, I said, I said I just want to be honest with everyone because as buoyant as we are all the time on the show with our jingles, etc., <laughs> uh, we are also human beings who have down days as well. So... I mean, I'm not. I'm not down. Down. I'm just. I'm just a tiny bit misplaced. What's quite interesting about Chris is that he's the two ends of the spectrum. So he's life and soul of the party, or he's can I please hide in the wardrobe and nobody come near me? I think that's a classic Piscean quality. Do you? Yeah. 
of which I am. Um, but I think I think now I'm in my forties, knocking around the old midlife crisis area. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that um, I'm embracing that more, and I can be open with people and go, "Do you know what? I, I cannot be around too many people today." No. And then other days it's like, "Right, bring on the gags." Put me in the middle of the table, boom. Whereas I think, do you think I'm a bit more consistent? Do you think I'm a bit more like... Far I, more consistent. I do feel like I, if somebody goes, oh, do you want to come for a coffee with me and my mates who you've never met? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, whereas the idea of that me. terrifies me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I always feel like I need to give 150% of myself in every social situation when sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not feeling 150%. So that's an also another little grind my gear, actually, uh, is 150%. You can't go above 100 <laughs> This is so I want true. To, I want you to give me a hundred and ten percent, like all football managers. Well, you know, you know the um, the other one that my dad always references, which is he really grinds his gears, is the uh, when people go, "Well, you've got two alternatives," and he goes, "No, you can only have one alternative." That is, that's true. Actually. You can have two options, but one alternative. That's that's true. I've told you a million times. Don't exaggerate. <laughs> Oh, you don't seem that down, my love. Well, that, this this is quite cathartic, I think. I thought it might be. And the people that I've spoken to who've been enjoying this show like like the realness of it all. Uh, because, you know, originally, uh, when we first started this, um, it felt a little bit more like a show, like a radio show. Yeah. Because we were pre-recording in order to have a... A select backlog of episodes. And now we are recording on the week that we're putting it out. Well, we're recording like on the Wednesday and it goes out on the Friday. So I've got time to edit on the Thursday. Yeah. So it works really well because we can be quite current and it feels kind of really fresh, doesn't it? Rather than it being, even though I'm like, oh shit, he's feeling down today. How are we going to get the podcast recorded? I thought it might bring back some nice memories to regale some stories from our New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Because what we what we did was, the night before New Year's Eve, we ended up having a little wine and a chat, didn't we? So we ended up recording um, what we were, we were chatting about, the menu that Chris was going to cook on uh, New Year's Eve. So it's Culinary Corner, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. It's Culinary Corner. Essentially is. So... This is Chris's New Year's Eve Culinary Corner. Roll the jingle. Chris's Culinary Corner. This one's gonna be a stormer. That's why we thought we'd better warn ya. Ooh, tasty. Right. So Chris did a menu for, he designed a menu for New Year's Eve. Yes. I did. I'm going to read out my menu uh, for New Year's Eve. First off, hors d'oeuvre. How do you spell hors d'oeuvre, Jen, for 10 points go? H. And you, you typed it out. I did. Oh, I forgot to put that on silent. <laughs> Sorry about that. H-O-R-D-apostrophe-O. Brilliant. Am I wrong already? Yeah, way off. Like, way off. Hang on, what about O R? D U R V E S. <laughs> Go on. What? How do you spell it? Um, well, according to you, I don't actually know. Re- I just wrote it down off the thing you gave me. Hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> Hors d'oeuvre. Fine. That's you told me. That's how it's spelled. So. Okay. Homemade beetroot cured gravelax, <laughs> and horseradish cream. 
served with a toasted three cheese bloomer. <laughs> and then Jen's put in brackets, so many flavours! So many flavours. And also, three cheese bloomer. Was that the one we cut up from Sainsbury's about three weeks ago and le- yes, left in, in the, the freezer? freezer. <laughs> Is that bad boy? I'm going to toast him up, put a bit of butter on him. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And also, I mean, the gravel axe as well, that was made for Christmas. Yeah. But it's still knocking about because no one had any. Well, of course it's knocking about because you make gravel axe. Who eats gravel axe? <laughs> I mean, I asked something the other day. Gravel axe is cured rather than salted. What is it? What's the difference? Do you hang it in a larder or it's something? Not... I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hang it in a larder. No, it was a Jamie Oliver recipe. Yeah, it's not equal... hanging. No hanging anywhere. It's equal measures of sugar and salt. Um... There's sugar in that. Yeah. Jesus, at least I, I get enough what sugar on my diet sugar, as it is. The sugar and the salt suck all the moisture yeah. out of the salmon over the course of, I think it's 36 hours to mm-hmm. leave it in the fridge. With not, a bit not of in the cupboard hanging. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a hanging cupboard for our fish in our house yet. I would love that, mm, by the way. Yeah. Can you get me one day in a our... A fish hanging cupboard. A fish hanging cupboard. <laughs> a fish hanging cupboard. I'd love to hang some fish. In a cupboard with a whole bunch of smoke for three months. I would love that. I, I don't really know why. Do you get that on Amazon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what's the next one? What's the next one? Here we go. Anyway. Right. Uh, so, appetizer. Doesn't why it? did you put appetizer? Because it's actually the amuse bouche is the course. Um, You've put appetizer like we're in TGI Fridays. You have. The amuse bouche at the beginning of a very fancy meal, which this is, mm-hmm. and you have it, and it makes you happy, and you go, <laughs> makes just, your mouth happy, is, makes your mouth happy, yeah, so that you can enjoy the rest of the meal. That's right. the that's the point. So a creamy Stilton, what is it? Creamy Stilton, homemade cream of Stilton soup with Parmesan parmier. What's a parmier? Well. I only learnt this today because this is what Kate and Danny brought for, for Christmas. <laughs> it's like a packet. And they're Sainsbury's Parmesan Parmiers. So I'm going to chuck one of them on. Uh, you've put starter. Now, this ruins my whole menu. Starter. Yeah. Okay. We're not a Pizza Express. You're not getting some dough balls, right? You're in a posh restaurant. Um... This starter, it's not a starter. It's a fish course. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard red whistling in the background. <laughs> so fish course, yeah? So for the fish course, with my son whistling in the background, butter basted sea bass with pancetta, jasmine rice, yes. salsa verde, and a marmite crumb. <laughs> You've put open brackets, so wanky, close yeah, brackets. It's my favourite word. What's wrong with a marmite crumb? <laughs> You have to say the B on the end. With a Marmite crumb. You know, the so the Marmite <laughs> flatbreads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, you know, you're meant to have with cheeses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I got the last two of the Marmite flatbreads. Yep. Got them into a pestle and mortar. <laughs> crushed them all up. Mm. Marmite crumb. <laughs> it's perfect. Right. Entree. You see? Not main course, entree. Yeah. Peter entree. <laughs> <laughs> Made myself love there. <laughs> okay, what have you got for the How Peter you... Andre? What oh, yeah. leftovers do I have to look forward to next? Um, Peter Andre, slow braised short rib of beef <laughs> <laughs> in a sticky curry. 
Short rib. Not Tom Hanks or whatever it is. What is it? Tom Hauser. Slow braised short rib of beef mm-hmm. in a sticky Korean soy and ginger glaze served with celeriac mash and cavolo nero. Brilliant. Right, so... It's not just any main course, it's an M&S main course. <laughs> cavolo nero is a type of kale, if you didn't know that. I didn't. But it's the first time I've bought it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to probably... Oh, you haven't decided what you're going to do with it. You've just popped it on the menu. Yeah. I'm going to do, like, maybe just a simple kind of... Put some butter on it. Give it a bit of salt. Okay. Next. What's for dessert? Because we didn't have a dessert because I offered to make my chocolate mousse, but Chris is like... I wanted to put Lindor, just Lindor, because we've got loads of them. Well, you've put shit lots of chalk, (laughs) sweets, after eights, and a sweet treats caddy full of tray bakes from various random members of the family. (laughs) That is so true, though. It's good. Does anyone else, like have tray bakes that family bring, because I find this really... It's, there's always an argument. Who's going to make the flapjack? Who's going to make the chocolate toffee fingers? Who's yeah. going to do the fudge? Is there a fudge competition in your family too? That's what I want to know. Do you? Well, maybe yeah. people can write in. But I am really looking forward to eating this beautiful menu that you've designed, Chris, tomorrow night. Ooh, tasty! So I quite enjoyed that, and we didn't sound too pissed. I think you sounded less pissed than me. <laughs> but, but I love it. And and now we're talking after we've eaten that. How did you think it went down? What was your favourite course? Mm. You see, everyone liked the hors d'oeuvre bit, didn't they? Yeah. And I loved that. Homemade gravel axe. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I think I think I liked the sea bass course the best. Yeah. With the lovely rice you did. So that brings us towards the end of the chapter. Are Um, we closing the book? We are closing the book. We're shutting up shop. The final whistle has blown on this week's episode. Taking off our tops and swapping them with the opposition. Is that a promise? (laughs) Is that what happens? I think that's Let's hope so. I don't know. Um, Sucking on the quarter of an orange. Excellent. All sounds so good. All sounds so Uh, it's been a joy as always Jennifer thank you very much uh, for this New Year's episode so happy new gear one and all we really need to work on our opens and bye-byes opens and bye-byes opens and bye-byes oh why are you copying everything I do why are you copying everything I do why are you sounding so northern (laughs) why do I sound northern sound like Gary Barlow (laughs) sorry Gary if you're listening he's not listening (laughs) (laughs) he's not listening bye bye